Hello everyone, welcome to the Brown Family Podcast. Your host today is Noloazi and I am joined by Mishik and Shepard Ali. So today we're going to be looking at the love of God or the love of Christ towards us in the context of the story of Lazarus. So we're going to be focused on John chapter 11, the whole chapter. So we're going to be going into it, dissecting it, reaping understanding from this particular chapter. So yes, welcome, welcome gentlemen. Hello Meshach, hello um, Shepherd. how are hello, you? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Nuru How are you all doing today? Very well, thank you. Oh, thank you so much for um, being here. Oh, before we begin, let us start with a word of prayer. May Shepherd Eli pray for us. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time to speak about your word. We know that your word is a lamp to our feet and is light um, to whatever we do. We pray that you give us uh, your wisdom and that you speak to everyone who listen to this, uh, this uh, service or this uh, discussion in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for that prayer. So for those of us um, that are not very familiar with the story of Lazarus. So let me, let me summarize it. Let, let me put it into context a little bit. So it comes from the book of John chapter 11, right? So there was a, ma- a man named Lazarus. Um, he had siblings, two siblings, eh? Mm-hmm. Two siblings, Mary and Martha. Yeah. And they were very close friends with Jesus Christ. Now what happened was Lazarus grew sick and he ended up dying. Mm. But in between his growing sick and dying, there was there were certain things that happened that took place there. Mm. Um, so what happened was um, he got sick and he grew worse. And then Mary and Martha decided to send people to go and find Jesus, to, to tell him, to let him know, to come over and do his thing. You know, because Jesus was doing the things, mm. healing the people, left, right and center. Why not heal your bestie? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they sent him, they sent, um, I think it was the disciples, was it? Or who did they send? They sent people. Yeah, they sent people. They sent people. It doesn't really say who they sent in particular, Mm. but they sent people to go find Jesus. And what ended up happening is that Jesus knew about the coming, but he stayed a few more days where he was. Mm. And then he only came afterwards. But unfortunately, when he got to where Lazarus was, he had already passed away. Um, That came off as a, a... a very negative situation for mm. the siblings of Lazarus. So they ended up thinking to themselves, oh God, if only you were here um, while you are still sick, he wouldn't have died mm. type thing. But Jesus himself came and kind of before he even spoke life or brought him back from the dead, he told them that no, the sickness was not unto death, mm. but it was so that it can glorify God. And then there are further parts where he's talking about how he isn't dead but he's asleep you Mm. know and we'll we'll go into not too much detail but we'll see what we can get from this chapter and and we know i mean familiar people are familiar with this they would know that eventually jesus brought lazarus up back from the dead uh but let's talk about the the different aspects of the story Mm. so from what we get here, um, and it's open for 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 any one of us um, to kind of you know interact with this. Mm. Um, we're looking at a difficult situation, mm. a difficult situation where um, 
their suffering and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But then it seemed as though God allowed it to happen as, as in in a certain way and not immediately mm. go in and change things up for that person. How do we reconcile problems in our lives and God allowing problems to play out in our lives and yet he's very much aware of the situation that we're in. How do we reconcile that back with our faith and so on? Yeah, uh, that's a nice question first to start with. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really loving the story uh, and, and I really like the way you summarized it. Yes, I feel like everybody, even if you never read the story, they got uh, they got an insight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was very nice. So listen, there's many things in, in this chapter. First of all, um, I would like to point out one verse, because I'm sure when you said it's John 11, yes. then everybody should read wherever you are listening from. Uh, John 11, you could read the whole chapter, but uh, I'll just pinpoint one verse to start with. Uh, they said it's verse three, which says, "Therefore, the sisters sent. This, therefore, the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Him who you love is sick.' So there's something that really, uh, it really like brings my attention here. It, it triggers my attention. So why do we refer to Lazarus as the one whom Jesus loves. You see, that's my first question also to all of us here. Because they could just come and say, Lord, Lazarus is sick. Mm. Yeah. But then, I don't know, they came and like, okay, Jesus, uh, Lord, the one whom you love is sick. Yes. Yeah. So this is something about that already that can teach us a lot. You see, because the person who is sick is not something, is not someone that Jesus whom Jesus um, doesn't have a relationship with. So whatever you go through doesn't negate the relationship or the affection that Jesus has for you. Actually, what you go through brings up, you understand, and brings to light even the love and the affection that he has for you. It's important to acknowledge that um, Jesus loves you though you're going through something. Mm. It's important to even acknowledge it much more that he loves you at that very moment. Yeah. Because what happens to us is whenever we go through things, then we start uh, we start negating, we start you know doubting the love of God. But it's in that very moment that it's important to know that Jesus loves you, no matter what you're going through. First of all, know it that he loves you, isn't it, Nishak? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, the, the way I also see it, uh, for them to come in and be like the one whom you love. Uh, I see it's kind of put a little bit of pressure on Jesus, you know, in a sense way. Uh, Jesus, the one you love is sick, man. Like, mm. they just do something. Yeah. 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 You know, because, yeah, you yeah. love him, man. So, yeah. yeah, and I also like what the shepherd said. They didn't go by the name of Lazarus. Mm. So, they were putting the emphasis on the love of Jesus for Lazarus mm-hmm. also. And um, what amazes me is that... Um, Jesus hearing that, mm. you know, um, still stayed. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of amazing because already uh, when someone comes to me and tells me that your son is in trouble, mm. immediately I'm forced to take action. Mm. You know what I mean? Because 
that's the person I love. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need yeah. to step in. Mm. But Jesus stayed. Wow. I'm not going to go any further than that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Because even, even when you say that, mm-hmm. when, you say, when they say the one that you love is sick, mm. you know, so, so it may sound like they want to flatter Jesus, it's like to do yeah. something. Yeah. You understand? And if it was so, then Jesus would have rebuked that. Yes. yes. So, but the, the, the fact is that Jesus didn't rebuke that. Why? Because he really loves him indeed. Yes. So it's something that is true. Yes. Jesus loves him. And then he didn't rebuke that. But then if you read now and then we take the verse, verse 5, it says, I like it, it says, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Mm. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. They speak again about the love of Jesus now. So I, I, wanna, I want you to really read that, those two verses nicely, 5 and 6. They said, now Jesus loved Martha and his sister, Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed. Mm. So the reason why he stayed is because he loved them. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. wow, that is a problem. Yes. So the, the, the correlation is, is clear. Yeah. They said, now Jesus loved them so much, then when he heard, he stayed. Yes. Yes. So we have that... Um, that idea that because you love, you understand, you must be, you must act with feelings. Yes. No, 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 no. Jesus, Jesus didn't act in feelings. He, mm-hmm. act, he acted in revelation mm-hmm. because he needed to do something greater. Yes. Because the love that he has is great. Mm-hmm. You understand? So he didn't, he didn't move by feeling. Because as human beings, when they come and they tell me, you son, the one you love, mm-hmm. and then you want to go by feelings. <laughs> you want to do something yes. quicker. Yeah. But Jesus, Jesus didn't do that. He went by revelation because he want to show you that I, indeed I love that person. So let the glory be, let me repeat the word, glorious. Yes. <laughs> let the glory be more glorious. Okay? Yes. So that's why he stayed mm. two more days. Mm. Did you guys see that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. We see that. Wow, that is, that is really profound. I like the fact that you brought out the issue of Jesus being, you know, intentional about his actions. Yeah. He didn't, he wasn't impulsive about mm. rushing mm. to the rescue. Although naturally, that's the natural response mm. um, towards certain situations. Mm. And perhaps maybe mm. when we are in the deepest of our ugly situations, mm. it's God taking time um, so that it, it, the, 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 the extremity of whatever problem it is mm. can be fully manifest. Mm. And so when he's coming in, he's handling everything from, mm. from the greatest it could ever be. Mm. I hope I'm, I'm making yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes my words struggle. <laughs> Not that we get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but mm. in general, um, I like the fact that um, it brings us, it reminds me, mm. well, it's I wrote it down anyways. I mean, it's reminding me to, to, to look at my notes also. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> where we're talking about um, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9, mm. where it, it says God's thoughts towards us are always higher than ours, mm. and so are his ways. So sometimes we just need to trust him. We need to yeah. put our trust in him. Mm. The fact that we trust God's heart um, would mean that by, uh, we walk by faith. Just mm. trusting mm. God's heart would mean that no matter what happens, mm. we are still able to to hinge on the fact that because God promised, mm, it yeah. will happen. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to tell us, but because his thoughts are higher than ours mm. and his ways different from ours, 
we should trust that we're in the right hands, yeah, whether yeah. it goes negative or positive. Yeah, yeah, and, and then yeah. mostly <clears throat> trust the trust mm. the fact that he what uh, every time there's a delay in the lives of those who are sons of God, sons and daughters of God. That that shows that uh, God is about to show something more glorious. Yes. And so, so so it's important to to have that in mind because we tend to compare ourselves to people. Yes. And then be like, okay, but then, uh, but me, I pray a lot, and you know, I love God and all that. But look at those yeah. people around me; they get what they want quickly. Mm-hmm. They don't go through this. They don't go through that. And then we we tend to compare. But the truth of the matter is that God. Is um, he knows how he deals with everybody first of all, and when it comes to the beloved, the one he loved, like it is, there's those people that God has a specific mission with. He has a specific um, uh, agenda with. Yeah. So, so for those kind of people, like for instance, if you read the story in Genesis, you will see with Abraham, and it took long. Yes, yeah. God gave the promise, but then it took longer. You understand? So every time he's dealing with people who have a specific agenda. Uh, for the kingdom of God, he may take some delay. Why does he do that? Because he wants to show his glory and power. There's some stuff that only God can do. Yes. yes. And then he, he must take, he needs to take a certain timing so that every human mind and every strategy of man has finished and stuck. Yes. And then you can say now only God could God do, this. do this. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what he does with the agenda of the people that he has a mission with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's amazing because um, although there are feelings involved and um, it's, you know, I always tell people it's unfortunate that you have to go through this process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we, we, we look at the bigger picture of what God is to do, but there's the in-between, you know, mm-hmm. the time of doubts, the time of crying and everything. Yeah. It's unfortunate that we have to go through it, mm-hmm. but what's more important is what is the purpose of God at the end? Mm-hmm. And another thing is, through the process, the Holy Spirit is strengthening us as well. Mm-hmm. So you may be listening to us here and be, be like, no, but you guys are saying that uh, God has got the bigger picture, but I'm going through this situation at this moment. So mm-hmm. we encourage you to really take heart that God is with you mm-hmm. and he's going to reveal himself mighty. Exactly, exactly. And that brings us even to the second uh, let me just say the, the other part of the chapter because yes. if you read verse 21 uh, it says now Martha said to Jesus that, that's when Jesus already arrived day by the tomb mm-hmm. and then they say okay it says now Martha said to Jesus Lord if you had been here my brother would have not died so Martha is basically bringing Jesus to the past yes. said, Lord, if you